Hey, y'all. Hey, come on in. Come on in. Welcome to Hidden Agenda. Come on in, my lovely gems. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, my lovely gems. Come on in and come on in. Yes. Come on in, y'all. Come on in. Have a seat. Have a seat. Come on in. Welcome to Hidden Agenda. Hey, hey, my lovely gems. Hope you guys are doing well. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever time you're listening. Um, I hope that you guys are doing well, you guys. So coming in, y'all, unfortunately, to talk about the Shanquella Robinson case. I hate to have to talk about these really dark um, stories, you guys. But, you know, um, I feel as though I do have a a, a space um, right in this arena and that, you know, I should be using my voice to speak on her behalf and to talk about this story, you guys. Um, you know, to shed some light right now, there is some good news arising um, in regard to in the investigation. And we're going to get into that, you guys. I don't want to get ahead of myself, y'all, but here we go. Let's do it. So Shanquella Robinson, she died on October the 28th on a French trip to celebrate two of her friend's birthdays. But she basically died the same day she arrived after a video went viral showing her being beaten up, allegedly by a so-called friend named Dejanay Jackson, who was also rumored to be possibly a cross-dresser or transgender. Robinson did not fight back in the video. Um, I'm not going to play it, you guys. It is disturbing. I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's trending all over the place. If you haven't, you can definitely Google it. You can go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Google um, Shanquella Robinson, and I'm quite sure, you know, you will definitely come across the video um, where she was being fought, y'all. I mean, like, and leave me a voice comment, y'all. Let me know. Do you think that Shanquella Robinson, you think it was like behind her um, taking somebody's man or was it about a friend's boyfriend or something like that, you guys? We're going to also talk about the spiritual aspect of it. Um, and the moral aspect of this story, you guys, and just the importance of, um, allowing our friends to expire. I, I heard a, um, a really powerful, uh, meme analogy. Um, I think it was on TikTok and she said that, you know, she heard somewhere that someone, um, said that, you know, friends are like, uh, milk boxes and, you know, when you get it, it's fresh. Um, and it's good when you first get it, but there comes an expiration date. And if that milk is still sitting around past its expiration date, or if you continuously try to try to use that milk or consume that milk after its expiration date, it stinks. You'll get sick. Bad things will happen because it needs to be gone. It needs to be done. Finito. It needs to be finished because it had its time. It had its place and it had its season. And when that season is over, we have to learn to let things go. And that's just a part of life, right? That's just a part of life. Rejection comes, we receive rejection and we give out rejection. We reject people and people will reject us, right? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a circle of life. 
um, that will continue. And so, like I said, we'll get into the whole friends thing, you guys, cause I do have something that, um, a snippet of that, um, that I want to play for you guys later on down in the podcast. But anyway, you guys, um, according to the state, uh, general attorney's office in Baja, California, um, Robinson was found dead at the Fundors, Fundadors Beach Club in San Del Cabo on October the 29th. Agents of the AEI um, State Investigations Criminal Agency, they began a crime scene investigation at the time. Um, the cost to ship her remains back to Charlotte was $6,000 for her family. The so-called best friend went to Shanquella's home. Um... And told her mom that she died of alcohol poisoning. But before that, Shaquella's mom said that she had spoken to her briefly before the end. Like when she first got to Mexico, she talked to Shanquella. And I I heard through other reports that uh, Shanquella kind of mentioned to her mom that she was a little unease or something felt a little off or there was a little uncomfortability, right? Or something of that nature. Um, And so... Uh, so she called the mom. And so after the incident happened, after Shanquella, you know, was no longer responsive after the fight, um, the mom did receive a call the next day from one of the friends saying that Shanquella had food poisoning. So, um, uh, and, and in addition, the so-called best friend went to the home, told her mom that she died of, uh, alcohol poisoning, but the autopsy, the autopsy shows a broken neck and severe spine injury. Shanquella's father did an hour-long interview with blogger North Carolina Beat. Um, so I'm going to play that, you guys. Her dad, um, it can, it's it's a little emotional. And I'm not going to play the whole podcast, you know, the whole interview with North Carolina Beat. Because, like I said, it is um, a whole hour. But, again, you can definitely Google North Carolina Beat. Um, and you will see the interview, you guys. But I'm going to play a snippet. The father just definitely pulled on my heartstrings obviously he was like you know y'all don't know what y'all did to me y'all don't know how much I love my daughter y'all don't know what y'all did to me when y'all did this to her and took her you know from me um he was pissed at the way the friends handled the situation um the guy who keeps saying that he didn't get there until the next day there are some um inconsistencies in that story as well you guys and we will definitely dig into that in a moment but let me go ahead and play a snippet of um, the interview with her father. Gotta pay the bills, y'all. We'll be back right after this. Okay. Now we're getting together trying to figure out where she at. So she on the embassy, calling the embassy. They're giving her to run around. I don't know too much about Mexico, none of that. So my me and my brother was over my mom's house. So, um, as I'm standing here talking to y'all right now, I'm just hurting all inside. So um, my mind is really on, my, you know, my daughter, but I'm sitting here telling what I know, what was told to me. So what I had to do, in which I know it wasn't up a God that led me to her. So me and my brother got on that phone and started Googling all the funeral homes that was over in Mexico, Cabo. So we um, came up with funeral home, Riviera funeral home over there. And first we called, uh, a guy answered the phone. He didn't speak English. So we called back again. And another young lady um, answered the phone. And her name was um, Elizabeth. And from that point on, she said, I asked her, you have St. Cola Robinson? 
uh, over there. She said, yes, sir. Ms. Robinson, I'm sorry for your loss. And um, so from that point on, she said, um, said Mr. Robinson, I'm going to stick with you until I get your daughter back to the state. So that lady was like an angel. So a lot of paperwork had to be done. Um, um, my mom said the paperwork was already in the system. So I called her back. She said, yeah, I got the paperwork. I need a release form so I can release the body, release her body to you. And so we did that. And uh, the bill came up and everything. So I wired the money over there, you know. Uh, after I wired the money, they got the body. So did the paperwork. And I'll take a while for that paperwork to get done because they'll transfer everything over to England. Yeah. So she got back here Thursday, last Thursday around about five o'clock. So I'm sitting there in the funeral home. As soon as that door opened and that box came in there with her in it, man, you know, just cried like a baby. Yeah. Didn't even want to leave out the funeral home. My brother had to pull me out of there. You know, I'm sitting here, you know, looking at her, seeing, you know, a knot on her head. My eyes swole, she got a lip, cut lip. And, you know, just, you know, that's a no, no alcohol wasn't going to do all that. You know, so I said, something not adding up right here. And so y'all going to come back here to the States and um bring her luggage back, sit right there in her mom's, in her sister's face, ate, told y'all story, how it happened, alcohol poisoning and all that. And then, you know, Two or three days later, when that report came back, the lady told me, no, Mr. Brown, you and your daughter didn't die, no alcohol poison. She died, it was um, trauma, trauma to her neck and her spinal cord. It was broke. So that's when I just, I just had it. I said, no, no, I said, baby girl, your daddy is not going to let you die in vain. I will get justice for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get justice. Did y'all hear that? He said he will get justice, you guys. So he's basically talking about when he found out his daughter passed away. Um, a Spanish lady over there in Mexico told him, or a Mexican lady told him that his, you know, she gave him uh, condolences that his daughter passed away and that they were going to send the body. As I just stated, it was $6,000. The dad said that he wired his portion of the money or all of it. I don't know, but he wired money so that that could happen so the body could be shipped back to the states the friend sat in there in his in her mom's face told her the lie about alcohol poisoning ate break bread broke bread drank good and all of that in the mom's house all the while while they are allegedly the killers all right y'all so let's finish justice for you so you know going forward I didn't let up. I didn't let up. I did not let up not one but and I know the grace of God has got everybody out here who caring and loving and everything and giving me the strength that I need to stand on this because I've been crying. I've been having my moments. You know, I really can't sleep because that was my heart. You know, it's a big hole. You know, y'all didn't came back here. Y'all got kids. I think some of you all got little kids from what I heard. I don't be on Facebook or social media, or Twitter, all that. I don't. I don't that, that's that, that's not my style. 
Yeah. So I'm more of a person. I'm just laid back in the back scene. But all at the same time, her father has been here all along. Her whole 25 years she's been on this earth. Yeah. It's been her dad and all her friends who know me will tell you. Her dad. Yeah. Her dad. Man. I know for a fact. I know she probably called out for her dad. He said he knows she probably called out for her dad. So um, apparently she was close to her dad. Her dad is saying that they were skin tight, that they were really, really tight. Um, You guys, this is just beyond heartbreaking. Obviously, Um, it's really hit home. You know, she is our sister, right? She's our cousin. She's, you know, one of our girlfriends. Um, Shanquella is that girl that we all know and have befriended and have known. Um, And just for something like that to happen, you know, with her trusting her friends and um, just the way that it happened. I mean, it's just, you know, and I don't want to get into the whole gruesome details of it because, (sighs) oh, Y'all. So there's a video surfacing of Shanquella arriving at the villa in Cabo. She's recording and saying, quote, it's my friends for me, end quote. She goes on to let her audience know that she told everyone to get naked. Now she was walking through the house telling everybody to get naked. Now I don't know if that meant naked, put on your bathing suit naked, or if that meant get Bucky naked. Um, I'm thinking it was the latter because when, you know, she was found, when the incident took place, she was, I think, butterball naked, right? So, um, in the video, at least that's what it looks like. Like she was naked. Also the reports, you know, are saying she was naked. So she was walking through the house telling everybody, um, get naked. She, she's walking through the villa looking for the friends, um, that she eventually locates the friends in the room, you guys. So I'm going to play that video as well. Got to pay the bills, y'all. We'll be back right after this. Here we go. that they probably were gonna go skinny dipping i'm just assuming but in the video she was walking around the villa looking for everyone and she was like hey you know i can't find my friends and you know they're supposed to get naked let me play that video for you this is nick at night y'all she covered the story as well it's my friends for me like you know she wanted like everybody to get naked my friends for me She's the one that's recording, so she's behind the camera. Cause y'all, it don't take that long to get naked. It don't take that long to get naked, hoes. Where y'all at? She told me I'm gonna keep it hot. You gonna keep it hot? What? They what girl said? They croup. all right so as you see right here the girl who looks back and it's higher quality on face on facebook i gotta find a better link on facebook so we could like really get into it but as you see right here this person looks to be winter 
okay? And Winter is on her phone over the bed and she looks very aggravated that she came into the room. Now, I'm not sure if this is Dejanay, but I'm going to assume based on looking at the photos of the other girls that she looks closer to Dejanay. But if you look closely, you can see how she's kind of like very irritated at Shanquilla coming in. So yeah, the girl, she's laying on the bed, she's on her phone, and she does look a bit irritated <clears throat> when Sh Shanquilla walked in the room. Now, mind you, Shanquilla, um, Shanquilla paid for the, um, the villa that they stayed in. She paid for the villa that they stayed in, and apparently they allegedly um, stole $6,000 from her, you guys. So meanwhile, according to WBTV, as of Friday, November the 18th, Shanquella's death is being investigated as a homicide and has now been escalated due, due to the viral share of the footage from the deadly trip. The investigation is now also in the hands of the FBI. But listen, social media is going to solve this case and already has. Conversely, the friend who keeps claiming he didn't arrive until 3 p.m. posted his itinerary with American Airlines, but it says he arrived at 12 p.m. So he's getting a side eye, and not to mention, he never called the paramedics to get, to get Shanquella help once he immediately saw that she was unresponsive and struggling to live. Um, Jim's social media is keeping round-the-clock tabs on this nightmare of a story. Someone posted this news on Twitter regarding the FBI investigation, and people's responses were, for all the bad that social media causes, there is some light on these platforms as it shines light in some really dark spaces. Hopefully justice is realized for the sake of her loved ones. Then someone else commented, and the one guy who was her best friend. Then another person responded to the tweet saying, OMG, thank you to all who did this. A black woman being beat to death in a hotel room and left unchallenged. It's just disgusting. Black women are being murdered and their deaths are being ignored. Only we can stand up for our own. This made me sick to my stomach. Jim's also, according to Radar Online, Mexican prosecutors are investigating now as well. So that gives me a sigh of relief that this is being handled and taken seriously. Additionally, Robinson's mother, Salamandra, said she is finding solace knowing that authorities are handling the case after revealing she didn't trust what her daughter's friends had told her. This is a YouTube influencer, Kemper. He reposted, he covered the story and reposted uh, this news clip from Shanquella's mom speaking on the situation and how she was contacted and what the friends were saying, lying about. Here we go. He told me they had a chef that was getting ready to eat. They was eating tacos, something, salad or something they was eating. And um, I said, well, okay, I love you. Have a good night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And I never talked to my child again, and she never made it back home. Robinson's mom, Salamandra, says within 24 hours of her daughter's arrival, she was dead. Figuring out how or why has only added to the family's nightmare. It started with a frantic call from Robinson's friends. They said she wasn't feeling well. She had alcohol poison. They couldn't get a pulse. Each one of the, the people that was there with her was telling different stories. It's when the family made calls to the FBI and Mexican authorities that they learned of another potential cause of death. The autopsy came back. They said it didn't have anything to do with alcohol. Said that she had been, um, she had a broken neck. 
and her spina in the back was cracked. She had been beaten. Salamandra says the entire group came back from Mexico, leaving her daughter's body there. Nearly two weeks and $6,000 later, her body is back home. But Aunt... All right, you guys. So there you have it. Gotta pay the bills, y'all. We'll be back right after this. Gems, also, I posed a poll asking, do you think all the friends should be held accountable? Even the guy who keeps claiming that he didn't arrive until the next day? Or do you think only the ones who acted physically in her death? Y'all let me know in the poll. Reports are saying that the father is claiming the friend stole the $6,000. And again, that she was the one that paid for the Airbnb, you guys. So that brings me to my point, y'all, about the friends, you guys. How we think, you know, a lot of people are our friends. No, most of them are associates. And I heard I heard another um, slogan regarding to friends lately that it was a it was a it was a hard pill to swallow um, but it said that um, your friends are your uh, what did it say your friends are your um, are basically your enemies people who don't like you a lot of times people that we call our friends they really don't like us they really don't like us to be honest right um they deal with us put up with us for whatever reason but i want to play this um clip from larry reed take a listen reed why don't you say anything about Shankula robinson what you think about it it's a it's a it's ligament let me tell y'all something if you are an important person, a public figure, an artist, content creator, or just got a lot of followers on TikTok, or in your community, you're an important person. You got your mom and your dad, your family doing pretty good. You may look exceptionally well. You may dress exceptionally well. You may make more money than the people around you. You don't have no darn friends. This is what I tell my daughters, and I got this from my mentor, and he won't say it publicly, so just act like it's something I told you, so we don't put that on here. But that's where I got it from, and it's the absolute God truth. You don't have friends. You only have fans, as you've been expected, exceptional person I just explained, and enemies. That's it. And if you think you got friends, you are looking at someone that you have miscategorized because they really a fan or an enemy. That um, what's the how you say that? Shanquilla. Shanquilla. What happened to her is what has happened to many of us. We just ain't got our spine cracked and our neck broke and laid up dead and left by our friends. But if you like me, you have had people in your life and in your circle that you thought you was alright with. But then when you kept climbing up and getting better and better, maybe you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend or got married and moved away and now they left back. And then they start looking at you and combing through your life and saying you this and that. But say, hey, how you doing in your face? 
the moment they get an opportunity to stab you in your back, just thanks be to God that we're not, we're not like, what's the name? Shane Kruger. To where we, we wake up dead. A lot of us walking around here with daggers in our back that they thought was going to kill us or crack our spine. But thanks, <laughs> quick enough. But thanks be to God, we is all here. Who that come out? And an amen to that. And an amen. I'm not saying there's not any people that are real friends, you know. Um, I'm not saying that people can't be real friends, you guys. But we just have to be careful. We have to be careful. And I think that everything that Larry Reed said, he's an influencer. He posts um, church news for the most part on um, social media. And he covers uh, stories that derive out of the church. So, like, he covered... um, Leandria Johnson, her alcoholism story. He covers any kind of drama going on in churches, mega churches, small churches. He covers um he covers the gospel industry. And so um yeah, I truly agree with him that you guys when you start to people they'll be there when you when 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 things aren't going well. But when things start going well for you, those friends, you start noticing those so-called friends start to kind of dissipate. You don't hear from them anymore as you, and the mature thing, the mature response is not to ever question it. Well, why you don't call me? No, no, there's no question here, sis. Keep it moving. Like the mature, that is the mature response. Keep it moving. Just know that it nine times out of 10 doesn't even have anything to do with you. You know what I mean? As you continue to elevate, you continue to outgrow certain people and situations. And those last ones that are still standing there with you when you get to the top or when you get to where you're supposed to be in that pinnacle and those people that are traveling along the journey with you and not dropping off and, you know, dropping off the ride, you know what I'm saying? And leaving you to continue to ride by yourself and drive by yourself and they just drop off the side of the road. Those people are not for you. Your people are the ones that are still there. They are still there rooting and cheering you on. Not being jealous, not, you know what I'm saying, hating and having ulterior motives against you and sending. And sometimes nobody has to like purposely think negatively against you or say anything negatively against you or about you. But sometimes it's the energy that they can project onto you. It's the energy that they put out there towards you that can be against you, not wanting you to succeed, not wanting you to elevate. Those are not your people. And so I wholeheartedly agree with Larry Reed, you guys, but back to Shanquella, you guys, this story is continuously developing. I'm really, really glad that the FBI and that the Mexican government is investigating this story. The autopsy says it all, says nothing about alcoholism. It says it all. So they are cracking open this investigation, you guys. And I personally hope that all of the friends pay um, and contribute to her justice somehow, some way. Now, the ones that didn't physically have anything to do with it, um, I feel like they are still accessories. Um, and I feel like they should still pay in some way. Maybe not do as much time as the Dejeuner who actually fought her, but you know, they should definitely be held accountable because this is just sickening, you guys. People, I mean, jealousy, it's a terrible, terrible consuming fire 
It is a consuming fire. That's why the color of envy is green. Sometimes you can see envy in people. You can see that green. You can see it. You can't, a lot of times people can't hide it because it's a spirit. So y'all be careful out here, y'all. And I'm going to get, get on and, um, get on off of here, you guys, but it was, it was good to come on in and come on in and talk to my gems, you guys. I hope that you guys are doing well and I will be talking to you soon. Bye.